Can't hear it, Tom. Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the main. Unscripted and unintimidated. unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. You know, we we re, we really got to get at the audiovisual department here at America Unplugged. This, you know, that that's it. That's it. I'm going back there at the end of the show. We're gonna have a whole conversation. You know, I don't, <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Hope everybody is doing well. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, fresh out of Free World NYC. Thank you for everyone that showed up last weekend uh, to you know commemorate uh, the September 11th anniversary and everybody that was out there trying to you know, connect and spread some uh, information and, and listen to Mr. Tony Arterburn and Don Jeffrey speak. It was dope. Shart, uh, shouts to uh, Charlie Robinson was out there as well. And Mr. Richard Gage, Wayne McCroy. It was a fun time. I got to meet these two. It was cool. We went to dinner a couple of times. You know, we did, you know, hood rat stuff in the city. It was fun. Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Tell them what's up. Man. Well, I'm uh, first of all, glad to be back. Um, but it was wonderful to see you and Don and everyone else. And uh, my feet are still sore from walking around New York. If you have to go to New York City, the best way to do it is walking around with Billy Ray Valentine. Right, <laughs> right. And, 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 and I don't drive. So we're walking everywhere. You know, get, get your Nikes out or your Skechers. You know, there's no shame in wearing Skechers, ladies and gentlemen. Just what I'm saying. Mr. Don Jeffries, the legendary. How are you? Welcome back. Well, it's great. To, it's great to be here again with you guys it was wonderful meeting you guys in person and, and uh, establishing that you're just as good looking in person like most celebrities you know you look the same in person so it's very cool seeing you guys it's being treated to dinner was a pleasure and uh getting to speak uh, was wonderful and i hope to see that videotape soon because people are asking me about it so i want to see if uh, i was as good as they said i was so we'll see. you were fantastic mr jeffries you did not disappoint and we have very special guests uh, as requested by the chat. Uh, hope um, everybody's doing well, by the way. We will get to the chat. Are we on YouTube? Yes, we are. We will take yes, this down yeah. momentarily after we are done, of course, because that's the way it works. But good friend, what is going on, Mr. Scott Armstrong? Strong, rebunked. How are you? Long time oh. I haven't seen you. Well, the long time I haven't had you on a show. Exactly, we, yeah. We've spoken off air a few times, but mm -hmm. but good to, good to see you. How you doing? Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, people? Uh, Billy, thank you so much again. Always a pleasure to connect with you, catch up. Um, man, I'm just grateful to be here. You guys have a great show. I, I check in on it periodically. And uh, yeah, and Tony, I got to meet you down in Austin at the American Liberty Award. So good to yes. see you again. And Don, so great to connect with you. You guys are just legends. So very grateful to be here. Thank you. You, you are much too kind, you. sir. And of course, Shelby Thompson. And, and this is dope, right? Um, it, this is uh, the, the Unjected show. <laughs> and, yeah. and and they came up with this revolutionary idea to have uh, unvaccinated dating sites. <laughs> Fantastic! You want the pure blood? You want the whole deal, right? You don't you don't want any of the tainted stuff. And, and 
you know, um, uh, you guys are doing it. Shelby, welcome to America Unplugged. It is a pleasure. It's the first time I, I get to exchange thoughts and and, and see you and, and and talk to you as, as well as the rest of the America Unplugged crew. So welcome. How are you? Absolutely. Aloha, everyone. I'm uh, pleased to be here um, over in Maui, Hawaii. And um, yeah, I'm the founder of um, Unjected, the unvaccinated platform. So I can't wait to, to tell you guys all about it. Fantastic. We want to know. And, and um, we want to get we want to get to some of the headlines. It was a packed week. We, we yeah. want to talk about some some of that stuff. But but you just mentioned Maui, and I want to I want to do it now before we we progress, and then I don't bring it up. And I think it's important because you're there. Yeah. And from what Scott tells me, you're doing a ton of research uh, and uh, looking into things. So we, we want to know what, what are you seeing? What are you what are you finding out there? Yeah, well, it's funny. I've never been a citizen journalist ever before. This it's never been my my thing to do. But since I've witnessed what's happening here, it's it's been. I felt like an obligation right. because it is literally, uh, I would say just as big as the cover up as nine 11. Mm -hmm. And you know, what we're witnessing is just a whole entire town obliterated. They've put a military grade fence around it. We've got national guard military on every corner. We still have 500 missing children and you know, there's, there's trucks full of, potentially bodies just right down the road. But, uh, you know, there's still actually the claim of the death count went down yesterday. Mm. It actually decreased, which I don't understand how that happens. So they went from 115 to 97. But I fear this is actually in like the thousands. You know, we had so many undocumented people that lived here in Hawaii that are absolutely too afraid to even say that they they were here, let alone family looking for them. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, one of the most devastating things I've actually ever seen, which is a, a dark way to start the show, but it truly it's, um, what I, what I think is, you know, these globalists and elitists, they're using Hawaii as this, uh, Petri dish, you know, we're just this little Island so secluded. And so if they can, uh, pull off these extreme nefarious things here, you know, it'll be easy for them in other places. So I, it feels like they're just kind of using this as a flagship place tone you got any questions no but what she's saying is, is spot on what what we've seen and uh, what's the news coming out of there the, the great research that's done on the ground i mean the creative destruction two words that come to mind the uh the globalist elite as she pointed out uh using this and uh what could have been something that uh could have been prevented or uh you know had had been stopped uh, was used has used as a catalyst to say, oh look, we have uh, these problems with uh, global warming and climate change, and we're powerless to do it. And we, you know, we all have to band together and and stop using fossil fuels and uh, living a first world lifestyle. And we we, just ha we have to get into these fifteen minute cities. That's the only way to save us. So I think that's what you're going to see more and more of the narrative coming out of this. I think you're absolutely right, man. I think it, that's exactly what's going to happen, and we're, and, uh, and people are gonna are gonna beg for it. And and uh, and try to get their way into these fifteen minute cities, and and that's going to be the wave of the future. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, in the rest of the hour. Mr. Jeffries, comments, thoughts, complaint. What's up? 
Yeah, well, first of all, Shelby, you seem way too happy for 6 a.m. in Hawaii. So I don't, I don't know what you're like at, uh, you know, in the <laughs> evening, but yeah, it's, it's just, you're, you're a very pleasant disposition there. You seem very happy. Maybe, maybe you're just delighted to, to be with the incredibly famous crew. Of, uh, That's American how I Club. feel. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the presence of real celebrities here. But, uh, <laughs> lots, lots of questions. Uh, have you, you know, I, I'll, all I can do is analyze what we hear. And I don't know, you know, what's going on there. But we hear some incredible stories. One, that the police are were blocking people exiting the people the police were making people stay in their cars and, and they were making people burned to death in their houses. you hear all kinds of crazy stuff and then of course the missing children and then you had the thing about the things that were blue weren't struck or something you get into the esoteric mm -hmm. days so what are your thoughts on that have you seen any evidence of any of this Oh, absolutely. And wow. I mean, even on your wow. first point, the police barricading people in my uh, so my mom, this actually happened to her. She, so I used to live in Lahaina, worked off of Front Street uh, for about five years, but she still works there. And uh, so the day of the fire, she did barely escape. She uh, went to go exit, try to get off of the highway. And sure enough, there was a police barricade and they had it was like a parade. There was no, you know, uh, fear in the air. They were following orders. And they said, no, you need to go back into Front Street. And um, you can't come here because there's down power lines. And uh, but then it was every exit out of Lahaina had a downed power line or it had a police blockade or simply there was no obstruction. And they were just telling people to turn around because of orders. And so it's, you know, it's shocking and it's sad that so many people are obedient enough to listen to these orders. You know, it was the people who didn't comply and went around the barricades that lived. And, uh, you know, so that is true. The police were 100 percent blocking it. People wow. I'm curious to see what they're already saying. It's not a criminal investigation. So it's going to be our part to see what happens and, and, and bring forth those questions. Uh, but then as far as blue. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's scarily true. The, my friend's blue house in the middle of a field didn't burn next to all of his neighbor's houses who did. Um, I, you know, we've seen, of course the viral videos, but I, even Scott, I've showed him a video that I had privately where, I mean, it's extremely graphic and there's a blue truck in the background, just, just hanging out. Wow. Um, and I mean, you could take it to like that next step, you know, esoteric. Well, the frequency of blue is 66.6. So is this their code to what they do? You know, we know how these people are. Um, and you can take it like another step further. FEMA has an operation that they started a few years ago called Operation Blue Roof, uh, which is actually supposed to be where they tarp people's roofs off with blue tarps for rain and for flooding purposes. Isn't that kind of a... I, it feels like, you know, when they put things in your face to make fun of you. So Definitely. Operation Blue Roof, um, you know, and then if you want to talk about directed energy weapons, there's there's a whole entire um, system that works closely with Maui's direct energy weapons called Blue Halo. Mm -hmm. That's ironic as well. So, um, yeah, it's true, Don. It's it's all true. Damn, wow. Shelby, like yeah. straight up, if if and I'll be 100 percent transparent, I'd have read that and I'd said this is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> This is nonsense. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We uh, we need to do a long form if you're ever up for it. I'll adjust. I'll wake up at six in the morning for you. <laughs> uh, whatever it is you need. Scotty, you come down too. Let's do that, man. Um, well, uh, and Billy, leave it up to all the men on the show to wear blue this morning. We're trying to protect ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say, Tone? I'm wearing gray. 
<laughs> it's not all in the, you know, I, I, you know, so so I'm wearing blue shorts, but you can't see those. They're off camera. All right. Um, damn, that that's some crazy info, man. Like I don't even know how to begin to explain that. Like it's I don't even know. How, it's yeah, a lot. Where's where's Wayne McCroy when we need him with the esoteric part of this, man? Six six point sixty-six or, or six six sixty-six point yeah. six. Go check that out, Wayne. Well, isn't isn't blue the color of truth, too? That's why <laughs> That's My why Bill Lord. Cooper had his had made his paper called Veritas. Is that why? Is that why they call it Project Bluebeam? Why do they call it Project mm, Bluebeam? Uh, they stick uh, the blue in there because there of that. Moly! Yeah. Yeah. Wow! 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 Definitely something we need to investigate a little more, man. If you know, um, either we'll do it here on Unplugged or come to the Fringe and we'll do it there. Whatever you guys want, whatever works best. It it would be fantastic to talk about it and and uh, and really flesh this stuff out. Listen, I'm I'm glad you're well. You know, um, I hope uh, you didn't experience uh, too much Thank you. Uh, craziness down there, you know, and I hope your loved ones are well, too. And, and so it's it's I'm happy to see you, you know, smiling and doing your thing. You know, I, I, I don't I've never experienced anything like that, you know, um, so I, I wouldn't even I can't even begin to imagine how how that must have felt, you know, but. Uh, Thanks. But I'm, I'm bad, so uh, what's up? that I'm OK and my family's OK. You know, I, I know a lot of family and friends that um or not okay, but uh, you know, thankfully everyone very close to me is as well. So, um, but you know, yeah, it's a weird experience. I mean, you're in New York. I don't know if you were there in 9/11, but literally, like, just being 30 miles away and knowing like that that that's what happened. It's definitely right. there's an energy in the air. That's it's you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in the city on 9/11, so I, you know, I saw one of the towers collapse in front of my face. Um, that's why we try to do stuff. So, so hey, Angus Mustang is in the chat. Thank you for coming out to, to Free World NYC. It was dope to meet you, bro. Um, we're yes. doing it again next year. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, keep your keep your ears open, your eyes open, and your ears wide open as well. Whatever. Fill in the blank. All right. So let's let's do this. I, I do want to talk about unjected. So let's 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 do that, and then we'll bridge over to the AI sex robots. Because I think <laughs> there's a connection there. Exactly. <laughs> I think it'll work, you know. So, so, so let's talk about that, Shelby. Tell me, what, 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 uh, what was the inspiration for? I mean, I think I know what the inspiration is. But, but please tell me uh, from your words, what, what, what sparked this? Yeah. Well, hopefully, you won't need any AI sex robots because of Unjected. But you know, <laughs> it started a long time ago. Actually, my my experience with Big Harma. Uh, actually, when I had the Gardasil vaccine as a teenager, uh, you know, I had a doctor tell me it was just, oh, this amazing cancer preventative vaccine, blah, 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 uh, turned to find out that's all not true, of course. But shortly after that third vaccine, I developed a myriad of heart conditions. Uh, you know, I was like a healthy, thriving teenager to um, I couldn't even go upstairs anymore. And uh, it was I, I immediately became a patient to big pharma, uh, you know, at, at 14 years old. And no one at the time ever said that this was a uh, vaccine injury. You know, I would I would be told I'm having an anxiety attack or this is just maybe a genetic anomaly. There was there was no explanation to what happened to me. And so when I, uh, you know, years passed, I became a mother and I started diving into the pharmaceutical complex. And I realized, wait a second, it sounds like I had a vaccine injury. It sounds like most every single person has a vaccine injury. And uh, there's no control studies on any of these childhood vaccines. They've never been studied altogether. Uh, you know, the list just goes on and on. And 
I was alarmed uh, that they've been poisoning uh, essentially the entire population from birth for a very long time now. And so I, I did decide to go a different way um, and, and not vaccinate my own children. And I was met with the ostracization, which many parents have, you know, before me have met, which is, oh, you're a murderer. And, you know, what about polio? And what, you know, how, how could you do this to the population? And, uh, it, and so that was my first taste of being the anti-vaxxer before 2020. And, you know, when we saw COVID scandemic and these masks and just, you know, I knew it was going to be bad when Trump did his little Operation Warp Speed. We talked, he talked about the vaccine and people are like, foaming at the mouth for it. Like they couldn't even, it was just shocking. What is happening here? And, you know, no one heeded any warnings. They go and line up and take their selfies with their Vax cards, like so stoked. And I was just disgusted. This is the spring of 21 and not so coincidentally at the same time, hundreds of thousands of women are reporting having menstrual changes. Mm. I mean, literally grandmas are having their uteruses fall out. I mean, miscarriage rates, uh, and this is just from being vaccinated, being with a vaccinated partner, or even working in a close office space, you know, with lots of vaccinated individuals. Uh, Pfizer released their clinical trials it was late March, early April, and it's specifically page nine talks about exposure and pregnancy and exposure to trial participants, which was kind of that first uh, inkling that we had of shedding, which is not new science. We know that childhood vaccinations shed. Um, but it, what they go into is that it's considered exposure in pregnancy being around a participant in this trial within 30 days of conception. And that would be for the mother or the father. So, I, you know, I found that to be alarming, uh, combined with these anecdotal evidence from women. And so that was just kind of the final, you know, um, alarm bell. And Injected was uh, you know, created for dating, friendships, uh, and community originally uh, for the for the app stores on Apple and, and Google Play. Uh, but then when we started introducing some more features, uh, when we started, you know, really using our First Amendment rights and our blood and fertility directories, that's when everything got a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic, man. I thought I thought it was an excellent idea, man. Scotty, how, how did you get uh, roped up into this? Well, I've been uh, on injected since pretty much its inception, you know, yeah. in 2021, I found out about it and I signed up. I had, I was on the original app. So I'm like, OG, OG status, right? <laughs> Before they got kicked off the Apple store and the play store and all that after the big main, mainstream media attack. And they got kicked out of the whole, all the platforms. It was crazy. Like there was like hit pieces in like business insider Forbes magazine, like Jimmy Fallon even did a bit on them on the show. Like it's crazy. Anyway. So I was, I, I got on the website or I got on the app and, obviously a fan of the mission trying to, you know, as a single guy trying to find uh, an unvaccinated partner in this crazy world. I was living out in Oregon at the time and there was like zero, like zero people in the dating pool. Right. So anyway, um, I've always been fascinated with the injected story. Um, when I first, like when I uh, started my show rebunked, uh, after leaving Truthzilla, I, I basically she was one of my first interviews, like first 20 episodes, maybe because I reached out to her, got a hold of Shelby and had her on the show and just, you know, great conversation later on uh, in the year. I had her back on the show. And then after we were done with the interview, she was like, um, so we're trying to start a podcast, but we don't really know what we're doing. And I was like, OK, well, let me help. 
And so <laughs> I initially I initially came on to like maybe just provide some consulting, maybe get them set up. But then um, Shelby was just like, well, why don't you just help host the show and just, you know, help produce the show? And I'm like, OK, great. I'm in 100 percent. So that's kind of how I got my foot in the door with Unjected. And then as things kind of have been going, I've been able to take on more roles within the company. And I'm super grateful. It's like, oh. Yeah. Scott's our Scott's our superhero. He's our absolute family. I'm so blessed to. That's fantastic. Thanks, Shelby. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I first met Scott. Uh, it, it was on a union of, of the unwanted, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and I, I went in there and 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 you reached out to me. Yeah. And, and, and I I say this. I, I only bring this up because I I've seen the evolution of Scott <laughs> when he was with Truthzilla and now he's on his own. And he always was good, but he's only improved. He's a hell of a freaking broadcaster. Look at his yeah. confidence. He knows what he's doing. He's got it together, you know? Uh, so, uh, Billy, so Billy, I always look to you. Like, you have the broadcaster voice. Your, your demeanor, your on-air on presence. Like, you are, like, the 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 standard. So Don't, don't make me blush. <laughs> Do not make me blush. Okay. Uh, it's not even on, so you guys got me beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tony, any any questions for for Shelby uh, uh, regarding injected? Uh, well, no questions, but I think uh, what they're doing is a natural extension of of what happened in 2020, 2021 with Operation Warp Speed. Yeah, you know, I, I talk about this all the time, but you know, the real bioweapon was the injection. Yeah, it's yeah. the Trump shot, yeah. and that's when you know <laughs> I was broadcasting in 2020. I was looking through my phone, and I would say, okay. Does anybody in your phone, anybody in the audience, is, are, is anybody sick with COVID? Could find somebody and almost never could. And of course, uh, 2021 rolls around, they roll out the jab. And then all these people that I know start getting COVID, people that are close to me. And eventually I got it because of the jab. It has nothing to do with right. whatever came out of Wuhan. So this is a natural extension of that because nobody asks if you had COVID. There's no dating apps for people that are COVID free. Right. It's, it's, it's right. This is, this is, I think, and, and growing. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're talking, I mean, that's one of the things you always want to know now when you're talking to someone, if you, if you just kind of cross into some sort of personal conversation, Hey, uh, did you get the shot? You know, like you want to know. And I think because it tells you a lot about that person and sometimes, sometimes people make mistakes. I know smart people that, you know, they oh, got yeah. one shot or did something oh, yeah. they had to get it or work right. or something. They just felt pressure, but they're not, you know, they, but they wouldn't do it now. They wouldn't do any more. So there's like that percentage, but again, it's, I think it's a, it's a test and yeah. this is a, yeah. this is a great way for people to, to find each other that, that saw through that. So I think it's wonderful. I know, I know a lot of people that, Oh, I'm sorry, Shelby. What's up? Oh, I'm just going to say it helps, uh, you know, weed out the bullshit. You know, you don't have to yeah. waste any time. Mm -hmm. I had a girlfriend meet this guy like organically on the street and she says, oh, what do you do? And she he, she thought, he said, I work for a farm. And she goes, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> and they go on a first date. They're sitting down at the dinner table. They order. You know, they've already gone through how much time to set this up. And she goes, so what farm do you work at? And he goes, I don't work for a farm. I work for pharma. Mm. Which literally is like. <gasps> the devil. She's like, do I leave? Do I just go to the bathroom and leave? What do I do? And so, you know, you can imagine how many times this happens to people. And it's, you know, for me, it would be the first question, you know, you, you, if you want to especially have children one day, you know, you would want to protect yeah. your genetic integrity. So, you know, it's, 
it is way deeper than that. Um, even just with the, you know, psychologically, maybe, you know, maybe somebody got it um, because they were coerced. You know, no one was ever forced to do it unless you were, had a gun held to your head. You know, you made that decision. Um, so, you know, again, it's also your ideals, your convictions, you know, how how far you're willing to go to fight for what you believe in and, you know, stand up for yourself and, and your children. And uh, And so when you can you weed out all that other stuff. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to to find your your uh, like minded person. <laughs> That's incredible. Like I I don't I don't work for a farm for a farm. I I work for Pfizer. <laughs> Jesus. Deal breaker. Worst oh, first day ever. <laughs> if you if you ever meet a a, a truther chick or, or or a red pilled gal that uh that you want to let down easy, just tell her you work for Big Pharma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I work for Pfizer. You know? I just got a job with Pfizer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're paying me a ton of money. Yeah. Don, what's up? Anything for Shelby and Scotty? How, how big? How many members do you have in Unjected? Are they all over the place? Are they everywhere? Uh, is there is there potential for deceit? Like, have you had any interlopers? Any Ooh, dreaded vaccinated people that came in and tried to infiltrate your mist and shed on you? Or how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Well, so we do have over 100,000 members uh, in Ooh. 85 different countries around the world. So we are uh, all over the place. You can Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. And we have even more because we've been very censored. You know, we've been, I mean, deleted off of Instagram nine times alone. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we've lost count of many of our our OGs, but, um, you know, there, there, you know, that's one of our most asked questions is how do you verify people and how do you, how do you know that people are saying what they, what they you know, mean? And in the beginning when it was still very popular to be vaccinated, you know, it wasn't even really an issue at all because they were so self-virtuous. It was like, we don't want to be yeah. going to join unchecked. We are, we're the coolest ever. We're going to just keep yeah. eating. And, and so that wasn't really an issue, but then once actually once that first booster started rolling out and people were kind of scratching their heads and they're like, but you only told us we had to have two and why is this happening? And did I make a wrong decision? Right, and, right, right. You know, and that's when they started kind of red pilling themselves. And we did have people reach out and say, Hey, I got vaccinated, but I regret it. And I've woken up to this. Am I allowed to be injected? And then you kind of go, well, medical freedom is, medical freedom, whether you really like it or not, you know, it's whatever you wanted to do with your body is literally your choice. I can't tell you what not to do with it. Um, but is it my choice to say whether maybe somebody wants to have sex with somebody that had a vaccine? It's totally your personal opinion. Maybe you wanted somebody who was always mandate free and was supporting your constitutional rights. And so we did introduce uh, a filter called Vax Afflicted, uh, for people who had the vaccine and feel afflicted about it. Um, that was on the older version of the site. And so since we've recently relaunched, um, we haven't introduced that back in yet. But what we're doing now is we, we partnered with the wellness company, which is where Dr. Peter McCullough hangs his hat. And uh, we do have a verification process now where our members sign an affidavit attesting to their unvaccination status. Uh, and just that you understand that it's sexual misconduct if you lie to inject it mm. about doing that. Mm. And so, you know, it it helps bring an extra layer of security. Um, of course, you know, be be diligent. People can lie and, you know, paper. it's just a piece of paper. But, um, you know, thankfully, we haven't uh, seen that issue. And, you know, most people uh, you can kind of, you know, read. You, 
well, you know, we're pretty smart in the truth community, so you should be able to kind of feel it out. That's that's a that was an excellent question, Don, and 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 uh, right. Like I never even thought of it until you mentioned it. It's like, well, how is there any type of verification? And I think there should be, right? There should be something, right? Uh, you don't want anybody, uh, you know, infiltrating the ranks or doing anything like that, you know. So it's fantastic. Listen, I, I commend what you guys are doing. I think it's necessary. Um, I, I think uh, that you're absolutely right. People should be able to choose. If you want to go get a vaccine, go get it, man. I'm not going to stop you. Sure. Go ahead. You know, but uh, please leave the people who don't want to get them. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone, right? And it should be our, it's our bodies, right? They, they use that moniker all the time, you know. Our, our body, our choice. Right? They, they do it all the time. So it's, it's, it's the same applies. Yep. It's my body, my choice. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And, and it shouldn't come in the way of employment. It shouldn't come in the right. way of, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be restricted in any sort of way. Right. Um, as far as I understand it, even though it's changing now, I heard Tony's uh, um, broadcast yesterday. He was talking about how, you know, how now it's the, getting vaccinated for COVID or, or anything. Now it's like, you, you won't die. You'll still get it, <laughs> but you won't die. You know, before it was, you're not going to get it, right? That's the point of the vaccine. It now with it's you. Like, right. Now it's like, you know, you, you'll still get it, you know, but you won't die. You, you just get you're just gonna yeah. die of other things it's like that meme where it's like did, but did you die no not yet anyway but <laughs> so yeah that, that that's the whole deal so so congrats to you shelby and and thank you scotty for putting in the work and helping out man that's fantastic man I, yeah. I, I, both of you guys doing an excellent job over there um i i, I try to tune in whenever i can Sometimes I'm in the chat, sometimes I'm not, uh, but I'm always, uh, not always, but I do listen uh, when, I'm, uh, when I'm around and I just throw it on and, and, and it's, in, it's in the background. So um, go uh, tell the people where they can find you, Scotty. We'll do it again at the, at the end of the hour, but tell yeah. them right uh, So, yeah. So speaking of the, the Unjected show, if you guys right. want to hang out and have fun, it's a call-in show. So you guys can call in and share your stories. We usually have pretty great guests and uh, just hang out. So it's, a, it's a kind of an adult-oriented show it can get a little dicey sometimes but that's what people <laughs> want people like the edgy stuff so not even sometimes every time and like every time like every time yes, yes, yes. but uh it's uh, every friday night at 8 p.m eastern time we stream live on rockman and rumble so come hang out with us it's a really good time um and then of course i'm at rebunk news and uh all my links are at libertylinks.io forward slash rebunked all the all stuff. right yeah. Fantastic, guys. Um, we'll do it again at the at the end. And of then, the of course, unjected.com. Unjected.com. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> unjected.com. Go check it out. The whole deal. Um, so I, I want to talk about the sex robots real quick. And we, we, we're we all about talking about that sort of stuff here because, you know, it's America Unplugged. Uh, we're supposed to unplug from the system, but apparently, you know, we're, we're getting plugged in in more ways than one. And now, um, see, because I, I read these headlines and it's more than just um, AI. To me, automatically, and I've said this before, whenever articles like this pop up on Drudge because they're trying to put it out into the mainstream and prime your consciousness for things like this. So um, it's population control. This is what this is. This is what it is. Right. And I think the alternative media is is kind of falling short at, at capturing that idea and, and what's going on here. You know, it's literally population control because you can't get an A.I. pregnant. At least I don't know. Maybe in the metaverse. <laughs> right. You know, and and uh, and already we're stuff. I I saw something on Instagram and I saved it. I want to play it here at some point, maybe next week, about how in Japan people are lonely as hell, right? And and they have uh, uh, families uh, like pay for families and pay for husbands, right? 
And in China, there's like uh, uh, six women or seven women to a man because of what they did there in the one child policy and all that other stuff, you know, and, and how things have worked out that way. When we introduce like like uh, foreign concepts into into what it means to be human, things change. And we're introducing this AI into sexuality. There's already a problem with men in the United States not being able to talk to women or not being interested, you know, because they're behind their computer screen. What do you think is going to happen when they have access to an AI that they can have sex with? And it doesn't even have to be a robot, right? You put on your sensor like cone heads and boom, you're off, right? And that's it. Or, or they have these things where you can have sex with people over the screen, apparently, right? You can touch them and feel them. Not really, but it feels that way. And that's what it's getting into now. So people aren't going to have real sex. There are people that are going to, of course, because there is no replacement for that. But some people don't will not know the difference. They will not know because they've never experienced it and they don't care to. And they don't they don't even they won't even know how to talk to a woman, you know, in, in order to try to facilitate that. I think we got problems here. Because the, the way the way to do this, right? We've been talking about population control for a long time here in the alternative media. And we talk about how they're going to inject you and sterilize you and all of this stuff. That stuff is things we can push back on because it's it's hard. It's a it's a hard whip. It's 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 straight up enslavement. Something like this. It, it's pleasurable. It's like a woman in a red dress, right? Is is is, is Satan, right? Like. That's what this is. And people are going to want this. They're going to do it willingly. Population will drop inevitably. It will. This is not something we can avoid. We have to figure out a way around it at this point, I think. Tony, what's up? Well, this probably would have worked out better for Christy Nome uh, if you looked at the headlines <laughs> of uh, of Drudge yesterday. Hey. No, I think I think this, uh, and I I think uh, the the headset from Demolition Man. I'm look. I'm waiting for that. Where's the headset? Not just the AI. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And it, you know, it's you talk about Japan right. and most countries in the West, I believe, uh, except for Muslim Albania. Uh, have population rates below replacement levels. Japan is one of them. Um, they actually have a term for those people that don't have families that are uh, of age. Um, they're called parasite singles. Uh, I read that years and years ago in Pat Buchanan's work, The Death of the West. Now, this is sophisticated, nonlinear uh, psychological warfare. Agreed. It's kind of like, you know, if you have a, a toxic man or woman, they'll try to break up a healthy relationship somehow with one of those people. And um, that's what the globalists have done to us here in the West and the modern and in the first world and everywhere around the globe. It's tried to destroy the relationship between men and women. And they want to insert the the robot. They want to insert the cyber Satan into that. It's that's pretty clear because uh, you talk. It's really it comes down to population control, but it's demoralization. And there was that uh, Walking Phoenix movie that I watched year like it's like 10 years ago or so called her. I don't know if you've ever seen it where the guy goes, he's, he's broken up with an actual person, an actual woman, and he finds this AI and it's, it's a program. And even the AI leaves him a spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think that's what we're looking at is, is a way for to, to drive a wedge further between people uh, and a lot of lonely men out there. I mean, look at, we talked about this before on America unplugged, uh, 80% of the women date 20% of the men in America. Yes, it's about yes. how it is. It's a, there's a complete generation of, of young men and that don't have any options there. Uh, they've been 
for whatever reason, complete. And that's what, that's what MGTOW is all about. That's just another yeah. part of that. But this is this is where the end game is. It's like, don't worry. You don't need to work on your. Don't need to to join injected or anything. Don't do that. Just buy the you know get the AI and bring it home. <laughs> you know, used to, used to the 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 sex doll was a joke. Yeah. Right. That was like the inflatable sex doll was like, look at that degenerate. That's you know, that's how far you've fallen. And, and there's going to be stat like I've got this. This is my my AI mm-hmm. robot or. I don't know. Yeah. The, removing the shame from it. Um, that that's that's the future, unfortunately. Yeah, it's going to be the norm. That, that's what's going to be. Every, everybody's going to have some type of technology in their home. It's a fifteen minute city anyway. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Right. What's up, Don? Tell me something. Well, this is a logical culmination, really, of uh, decades of uh, intense propaganda. I've written a lot about this: how they've uh, feminized males and uh, made women harder and tougher. And uh, this is, you know, obviously killed a lot of relationships. Tony mentioned the MGTOW movement. The incels are, are going to be ecstatic over this. And there's who knows how many millions of incels are out there. But, I, you know, when I was younger, you didn't have, you know, 40 and 50 year old virgins running around. You got tons of them now. Right. And it's because and t- t- uh, Billy, I think you made a mistake when you mentioned China. It was, I think there's actually like 10 boys. There. It's males because, you know, when they had the one child policy, they were killing baby girls and everybody wanted a boy. So, yeah, I mean, right. that'd be like the worst place on earth to be a male is to be in a society where you're, you know, you're, you outnumber the women 10 to one or whatever it is. And so that's a, that's gotta be, you know, a terrible there's a town. There's a, there's a, or a province in China where, where there's supposed to be tons of women because the, the, it was like almost an advertisement to move over there for men. There's supposed to be like 10, well, women, but that might be, that might be the outlier. It might be different from yeah, what it's possibly I think you're right overall. Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, uh, so I think you you have to look at how this, and, and as, as you guys rightly state, the end result here is like everything else with eugenicists. The, the eugenicist thought is you want to reduce the population. So that's why we see whether it's the uh, the deadly warp speed jab, the, uh, the transgender movement, uh, you know, everything is designed to stop procreation. And so th- this is what this is. Obviously, he's going to do this unless they can, but who knows? Maybe they'll have a sex robot's uh, Rights them. I mean, the left is so crazy. Maybe the next thing they'll That's say, you know, you'll get in trouble if you know yeah, you, they can have babies. Why can't they? Have babies? But <laughs> you know, for for the average young guy today, if they can get a realistic looking uh, robot, it's over for any. I mean, and then maybe the women will get mad that didn't give them a chance. But uh, you know, there, there's not even there's not even a chance. They, and obviously, I guess it beats whatever they're doing now. You know, but in terms of, uh, I don't think there's going to be much of a market. Cat mentioned something in the chat room. I mean, I guess they'll have male sex robots, but I, I don't think too many women will opt for that. Men and women are still wired differently, no matter how much they brainwash them over the years. Right. Men still, I mean, it was very justifiable what women said about us, about looking at women as sex objects. You know, pretty much do a lot of times. So here you have an actual object that's for only for sex. So, I mean, that's what you're getting, what you wanted, right? So it's a shame, though, for human relationships because you can't, obviously, you can't bond with something like that. But it's this is the, this is the way of the future. It's what they want. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to further screw up relationships, which they've already done. You know, to the point, that's why you have, as Tony said, the 80-20 rule. And I, I read somewhere, I don't even know how it's mathematically possible. It's something like 70-some percent. What was it? I don't know. The, the figures like women that are single are unattached as opposed right. to young women as opposed to young men. And the numbers, I don't even know how it's mathematically possible. It was something like, you know, 
three or four times the amount of young men that reported their own attacks. So again, I don't even know how those numbers work, but that's the reality is that there's so many young men that are desperately starving, have no confidence with women and women have all the confidence so they can shoot them down quickly. And they learn to do that from media. So, uh, you know, if I'm a young guy, I can't say that I wouldn't, you know, check out the sex robots, especially if they make them realistic looking, because if I'm out there trying to, I'm a pretty confident guy, but I, I don't know, you know, with, with what you see out there today. And I, I don't know what, you know, uh, maybe you have a, a different uh, caliber of person, you know, in, in, the, in your movement, because just by the fact you're not getting vaccinated shows a certain independence of mind. But um it's obviously very sad, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We, we have to joke about it yeah, because that's all we can do. You know, I joke about everything because it's the only way I can I can do this is all very serious stuff. But yeah, uh, have to laugh at it. Uh, I got you for Christmas, Donna. I'm, I'm going to hook you <laughs> there up. There you go. <laughs> I, I really say that, like as a woman, like if a man would even entertain that, you're not actually a man. You're a male gender, mm. but you are a man child. You are not a right. man. Um, so, you know, you could, if, if, if they were to entertain that, honestly, let them because those kind of men don't need to be repopulating the planet anyways. Mm, they aren't the ones that are going to go fight war. They're not going to overturn the government. They're not going to protect women and children. <laughs> So like, let them have their sex robots, leave the real men for the real women. And like, yeah, it's the repopulation agenda is what we're up to over here at Injected. I, I, I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. So just uh, take heed, any uh, young men listening right now. You don't want that. It's not attractive. So don't do it. Uh, Shelby, thoughts on it all, all together. I know you just gave us a little bit, but I was coming to you anyway. So stage is good. <laughs> Whatever you have to say, Shelby, if you have anything to add to that. Oh, just, I just, I mean, I, I think it's just, like John said, it's just pushing the agenda. You know, they're, they're making it more convenient to isolate yourself and to yeah. not, you know, yeah. choose to be a productive person in society or community or have family or, you know, um, you know, what, what would it matter if you had a sex robot, if you were, you know, they already vaccinated you and you're probably infertile anyways. So it's like, it's all just like a cascading event, you know? Um, I don't know. It just seems like it, it's going to be such a split in society that we won't even have to deal with those people, to be honest. I feel like that by the time that happens, it'll be such a parallel. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but. No, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Guys, we have of- a- we have an ongoing list of things that uh, injected <laughs> members uh, are that stand out from the rest of the other dating apps. Like we have the least, if not zero, uh, child predators, murderers, serial killers, domestic violence, serial killers, no serial killers. And 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 I will I will venture to say that we have no members that have sex dolls in their closet. Yes, there you go. There you go. No there you go. We'll add that to the list. No AI sex dolls. <laughs> And it and it's really sad. I mean, Don said it too. Like it's just sad. It's really sad that um, instead of kind of trying to create a culture of like improving men's ability to attract a mate, like you know, and of like you know, uh, become more financially independent, get in shape, you know, just get out there and crush, you know, so that you could attract the type of woman that you want, you know. Instead of creating that culture, we're just placating to the lowest common denominator, and it's really, <clears throat> really frustrating, you know. And I'm I'm over here. I'm looking at this website, AINIDoll.com, that has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we got to cover this on our show because this is fantastic. I'm reading some of the reviews and speaking of just making fun of. So here this guy says uh, about their sex dolls. It says it looks the same as the photos and the videos. No doubt. I would say it's even prettier in person since you can touch her. 
the feeling inside her is almost to the real feeling, despite it's a doll. You just put a USB, you just put a USB heater stick inside, and you're good to go. USB. <laughs> wow, bro. Do they sell that as like an extra I item? I think so. I think yeah. so. So he's over here, like he's like, are you sure you know what it, the actual thing feels like? I don't know. I don't know if that guy does. Wow, I, you know, and that, that's and a I good just, point. I, I want I want to mention that real quick. Just kind of, it's kind of related. To this I don't know if you guys heard about the new uh, the new advertising campaign with Dove. Dove Beauty, mm -hmm. and and they hired this, you know, incredibly unattractive, obese woman as their spokesman, and uh, she she is responsible for ruining the life of a white woman about four, three or four years ago. If you heard that or not, but uh, she, she basically claimed that she was lied about. That. Anyhow, it's a uh, it's out there for you to see, but it's kind of correlated with that, where this this uh, this movement to try to celebrate obesity. It's the same kind of thing. All of this, yeah. I think, is kind of coming together to try to. I think they're trying to kill sex. To be honest with you, you know, if yeah. you, you remember in, in 1984, Orwell, yeah. people forget they had uh, they had the women walking around. It was the women doing it, and they wore the sash of the anti-sex league, mm -hmm. and they were preaching no sex. And you know, remember uh, uh, Winston Smith and Julia? They had to go into a, the proles part of town. Had to go into you know they had to go surreptitiously to even do it. Because, uh, you know, the kids would report on you, the junior people and stuff. And I think we're, you know, he didn't say anything about obesity or anything, but I think they're trying to kill with, with transgender stuff, with the celebration of that, which is obviously not beautiful. Dove's a beauty company. They sell beauty products. And just look at who, you've got to see this woman, that, that she is their new spokesman. It's as ridiculous as the, you know, the transgender guy with Bud Light. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing this on purpose, obviously. So I think it all comes together. The sex robots, this is, you know, the glorification of ugliness and obesity as beauty. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's just a mess. Uh, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm yelling at people to get off my lawn at this point. But, man, this is <laughs> this is America 2.0. This yeah, is I mean, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we, we have problems. We, we have issues. And I, I think that's been established. Now, we got to figure out a way uh, to work around them. We're, we're headed right into the storm. There's no avoiding it. So we, we got to figure out how do we operate within that storm. I think injected is a great idea, you know, for, for something like this. Right. And, and that's another thing in the affidavit, no sex, no sex or bots or, or AI. You can't, you can't have those things. Can't be a thing. All right. We have a few minutes left. I want to get to the chat, but I do want to talk about RFK jr. We will not Talk about a Joe and a Hunter. Joe's getting impeached. Hunter's going to jail. Not really. Um, but we will talk about those things next week, Lord willing, because um, I'm sure there'll be more developments with that. Uh, so all needs to get talked about. But we, we hammer those things pretty hard anyway. But RFK Jr., I do want to talk about this um, really quickly. Uh, and Don, I'm coming to you. That's your boy. Yep. So boy. what's this whole deal about with him and the Secret Service? Well, he's been denied Secret Service protection, and there, uh, <clears throat> there is precedent for you know you don't have to be just the fact who he is. You know, his father was his father wasn't the nominee. He was denied Secret Service protection. It was killed, obviously, um, you know, fifty some years ago. But uh, he is he's actually openly called for. This is unprecedented. Where you have in his own party. No, no, we're not going to give it to you. And his brother Ted Kennedy, when he ran against Carter, even though Carter and, and, and hated Kennedy. I really resented him doing that. He still did <clears throat> give him Secret Service protection, you know, and he wasn't the nominee. So you don't have to be the nominee. So you have to realize this guy ha holds a special risk. Now, I don't know if they're going to if they're going to actually do it. They're going to assassinate him or stage an assassination. And at this point, you know, you take nothing at face value. But 
it's very curious that this story came out and has so many elements in it. If you know about the RFK assassination, you know that there was a hired security guard there thing, Eugene Caesar, which a lot of people think was the actual shooter, the second gunman. Uh, in this case, the guy who was apprehended, <coughs> excuse me, and he was very close to the Ambassador Hotel, by the way, where his father was assassinated, uh, was a hired security guard. Now, what are the odds of that? I mean, he had the exact same thing. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I never know what they're planning to do. And they haven't, you know, people talk about assassinations, but the last assassination attempt was, uh, was on Reagan. <laughs> so we're talking, it's been over 40 years since they, they used to be for a while there. It was their go-to move. Mm -hmm. Uh, they haven't been doing it lately. So I, I don't know if they're going to go back and bring back, you know, go old school or what. But, um, you know, RFK Jr., you know, you, you know how I feel about him. I, I'm, you know, I'm a fanboy. You know, he's, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's got me saying yes. You know, he's he's got me. I'm sorry. You know, I, I too much history with the family, loving them and everything. And I know his, pro his statements on Israel, very problematic and everything. I, I don't like that at all. But uh I never thought I'd see a presidential candidate going out and saying openly that the government killed his father and his uncle. I never thought that would happen ever. So I don't even know what this candidacy is about. I can't believe it's being allowed to happen. So maybe he is bought. I don't know. But and or maybe he'll be assassinated. I don't know. But uh, it's certainly look at the 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 uh, specifics of what they say it happened. And, and you start realizing all well, this, you know, that's that's too big a coincidence. that it was very close to where his father was assassinated, hired security guard there. And uh, and I read some of the comments online and, you know, they were just they were just kind of making fun of it. You know, he never even pulled the gun or whatever. It's like, OK, you know, it's like that guy that rushed uh, Trump on stage, you know, that was then interviewed by CNN two days later. And and by the way, was a former child actor. <clears throat> but I digress. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm taking up too much time. But that, that's those are my thoughts. On that. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it, man. Um, Tony, what do you got? Well, let's hope they don't bring William Greer out of retirement or anything for uh, <laughs> yeah for RFK, for RFK Jr. Um, no, he, he again. This is Don's right. I mean, in precedence, they they've done this for for less. I mean, I know that uh, Bill Clinton had the order drafted to give Pat Buchanan Secret Service protection after he won New Hampshire. It was only withdrawn like a, a few days later when. Uh, or, or a week later when he when he didn't win South Carolina. So it was like right on the edge of him getting Secret Service protection in 1996. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this is something they normally it's a it's a courtesy. But uh, after what we know about the Secret Service now, I mean, just in the in the modern era where you they were down in, you know, cocaine trips and that, they can't they can't find out who had cocaine in the White House. Right. Like they, no one knows who who had cocaine. Uh, they, it's heavy. You know, all the cameras everywhere and surveillance, most heavily surveilled anything. But, you know, they they don't have any images of who did that. So I wouldn't entrust the Secret Service mm -hmm. if, if I'm I'm getting private security. There I'm going to ask my campaign staff to fund that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want the Secret Service if I'm him. Me, me, me too. I, I do not want the Secret Service if, if yeah. especially if I have that last name. I'm like, I'm good. I'll pass. Let me get these guys that I'm paying. <laughs> yes. Shelby, do you have any thoughts? If you don't, that's cool. Just let me know. What you oh, got? I, I just, you know, I, I wonder if it seems too convenient that they're just kind of playing out storylines again because they don't know what else to do. They're like, let's, it's kind of like a Sims game all over again. They're like, let's do uh, an assassination attempt or something. Like they're just running out of ideas. <laughs> but if they couldn't just, like choose anybody else better, like, I mean, God, like I, I RFK, at least he's, at least he's trying to red pill. I mean, to be honest, I think any single person in the house Senate, I mean, like if you are in politics, like there's probably just maybe a 
maybe a handful that are not corrupted. I, I believe that every single person needs basically thrown away and start over. So yeah. do I appreciate that RFK like is red pilling and we're talking about vaccines and stuff? Yes. But like, does he work for the Uniparty? Yes. They're mm. all elitists. They are all in on it. Every fucking one of them. Like just, you know, I love him for what he says, but can I, do I believe that he's not just playing the other side of the part? No, I totally do. I'm right yeah. there with you, Shelby. I, my, I, we, we, we resonate on that. <laughs> Daddy, what you got, brother? Yeah, man. I, uh, I've, I've already sworn to like just completely not get mired down in this upcoming election. Like, I'm just not. I'm not gonna yeah. do it, dude. I'm not gonna do. It. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines. I'm gonna laugh and make fun of it. Let's but, do it together. Uh, we're gonna do it together. It's gonna be very, very interesting. You know, when it comes to RFK, I completely agree with Shelby. Like, you know, I, I it gets me fired up when I hear him out there talking about vaccines and pushing back yeah. on all that stuff. But he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet. And it's like, dude, it's it's like kind of crazy once you start looking into it. And uh, the other part of it to me that kind of really stings is like if he you know, if your father gets assassinated, your uncle gets assassinated, you have this family legacy of it and you still go serve the establishment like that's just it's like that's just the only thing that leads me to be like there's no possible way a person could be that evil honestly and it's like but you know they kind of are in a lot of ways so it's like it's 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 a bummer but i i will give him props where props are due but at the same time man like i don't know what like you said i don't know what this whole campaign is about or what how it's going to play out but if, and it, it's it's odds are no matter who ends up you know it's not going to affect my life it's i mean it's gonna if anything it's just that the agenda will keep rolling on no matter what and so that's just how it is. So I'm just going to sit on the sidelines and laugh and make fun of it. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah. That's what I plan to do. Yeah. I've been doing that for most of my life. Okay. It's America Unplugged. Thank you guys for joining us. We're going to we're gonna give you guys uh, some room to, to plug all your stuff again. Fantastic. Love it. Love what you guys are doing. Tony, tell the people where they can find you. Well, my website is arterburn.news. Uh, you can find my podcast and radio show, The Arterburn Radio Transmission and Paratruther, uh, anywhere podcasts are found. And uh, go check out the sponsor of this program, which is uh, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. You can check out our monthly membership program. If you don't think that you can afford precious metals, you're wrong because not everybody has thousands and thousands of dollars to spend. We have a program called Wolfpack. You can start as little as $50. We send uh, precious metals directly to your door every single month, like clockwork, and I buy it for you, send you a detailed invoice. That's wolfpack.gold. Help support the uh, program. We have hundreds and hundreds of members all over the country uh, that should, should be turning into thousands by this time next year. Like a lot of people joining. So the more people that join, the better deals I get everyone. Uh, so go check out wolfpack.gold. Fantastic, Tone. And thank you for uh, coming out to Free World NYC. It was a pleasure hanging out with you and, and, and spending time and talking to the people. I'm going to talk to everybody before we get out of here, meaning the people. Don Jeffries, the legendary. Tell them where they can find you. Well, the only place I'm not shadow man now uh, is uh, on Substack. So Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. I protest just like my show here on Rockfin and YouTube every Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, my book, Masking the Truth, how COVID-19 destroyed civil liberties and shut down the world. Uh, is still out there. It still needs love. I mean, they're doing everything they can to stop it. I mean, I, it sold pretty well, but I, I'm not getting any, I've gotten one negative feed person feedback on it at all. And that's just, you know, all my books, I get people, they're nobody, nothing. So it's being ignored or it's being blocked. I don't know what. So 
please uh, try to beat the algorithm. Suggest it to your library. We're breaking through in a few libraries, but they're putting up a big wall there. They don't want it in libraries, but it can be done. So please try to get it in your libraries. Try to support it. Uh, it's an important book. It's the only book that tells the truth about this from the very beginning. I start in China. And what was there? What was it exactly? And I don't start it when the vaccine came in and say, okay, it was response to this, something that leaked from a lab or something. No, what exactly was it at the beginning? So that's what makes my book unique. So please uh, try to support me and also on Substack. Again, donaldjeffries.substack.com. Fantastic. Shelby, tell them where they can find you, where they can go to Injected, the whole deal. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me, of course, on injected.com. Um, we can find our Insta at injected official, Twitter, same thing. Uh, we're also um, actually just co-authored a book uh, regarding the Maui fires. It's called Burn Back Better. <laughs> we know what they're up to. It's not Build Back Better. So this is going to be um, a dissertation of uh, all of the testimony and evidence that we've been able to gather so far uh, before it's scrubbed off of the Internet forever. Um, and this will probably be multiple volumes uh, as, as the investigation continues. But, uh, yeah, check it out. BurnBackBetterBook.com. It's on Amazon pre-order. Um, and, yeah, Injected Official, Injected.com. Thank you for waking up so early to come see us, man. And we appreciate it. I'll be in touch about doing a full form. For Let's the book and everything else. Uh, Mr. Armstrong, always a yeah. pleasure to see you, sir. Tell the people where they can find you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so uh, just uh, my main show is Rebunk News, uh, uh, the Unjected show, unjected.com, representing hard over there, um, and then all the links to all of my projects. I write articles for, like, The Last American Vagabond. I run his Substack page, and uh, we got an Unjected Substack and Miriam Hinane, her Substack. So a lot of that stuff, you can find links to all my stuff at libertylinks.io forward slash Rebunk. Fantastic. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, the infinite fringe.podbeam.com, the infinite fringe on Apple Podcast, and of course, America Unplugged, right here on Rockfin, 12 p.m. Eastern, every Saturday, almost without fail. I think we missed one show, maybe two, in this entire time that we've been doing this. So tune in. I want to get to the chat before we get out of here. There's an airplane flying above me. I don't know if you can hear it. Don, who is on YouTube? Oh, we got a lot of the usual suspects. Everybody hates Raymond, Sam Bodie's tree, Sam's Bodie's tree, uh, Kat Goya, Deborah Wheeler. Thank you, Deborah. She's been so supportive and she loves my dog, Riley. He's Riley's biggest fan. Harp666, <laughs> uh, Chris Buckin, who is there. And Chris Buckin is constantly joking about how much I brag about my friendship with John Barber. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Chris. <laughs> Go back to talking about Jews. No, come on. I don't talk about it that much. Um, I love John Barber. I will not. I will. I will not deny him. Uh, let's see. Harlan Stonewall. I saw Chris Gray's in here too. Uh, yeah. Choo That's about it, I think. Yeah. All right, Mr. Tom Cooper. What is going on? Take a check in with Tom and Chris Gray's tonight at eight p.m. You know the deal, Mr. Angus Mustang. Great to see you. Freethinker was here. What's up? Uh, Oh, rebunked. I see you in the chat. What's going on? <laughs> Gammy, what's going on, Gammy? How you doing? Good to see you as usual. Free Mind is here. What's up, Free Mind? How are you? Uh, I saw Riley in the chat. Steve was in the chat. I saw Colin in the chat. A Syrian girl was in the chat. What <laughs> is going on to all of you? Um, I did see Rhonda Tate earlier. I saw Guard Goldsmith. I saw Wayne McCroy hanging out. Uh, we got to talk about what Shelby said about the 66.6 and blue. I don't know anything about that. I'm sure you do. And, and I need to, I need to know it, it needs to happen. Uh, anybody else that I've missed? Hey, 
sorry. We will catch you next week for sure. Um, and uh, make sure you tune in to Free World NYC. We're going to put it up here on the channel. Is that cool, guys? Can we do that? Yeah, yeah we're going to put it up here on the yeah. channel. It, it's about four hours worth of of uh, presentation. So it's awesome. Can't um, wait to see that. We're going we're gonna to throw it up here. It was, it was a fun time. Thank you for everybody that showed up. Um, and that's it, guys. We're getting up out of here. Listen, don't don't burn the place down while we are gone. All right. And uh, make sure uh, you come back next week. Now you're here. Tone, you're going to you're going to play us out. Uh, so I'm going to attempt to play us out. And I make no promises because our audio visuals on strike along with the others in Hollywood. Uh, we don't have the best help right now. I'm going to I'm going to so if you can't hear it, you got to let me know because I, I'll just have to and I'll have to hum our way out. OK, you got it. <laughs> right. Got it. Buddy. Mm -hmm. We'll join you. Hey. Right. Fantastic.